Tool number two, how to experiment with intermittent fasting. There's a lot of research out there about intermittent fasting and how it can be a really healthy lifestyle. (laughs) Frankly, there was a time in my life when I thought there was no way I would ever want to try intermittent fasting. I love breakfast food and the whole idea just sounded miserable to me. However, like so many things, that was just a thought, a sentence in my brain that was only true if I decided it was true. So I began to ask myself some questions. Do I have to have breakfast every day? How does my body feel when I'm eating food for most of the day? What if I experimented with something different? While intermittent fasting may not be for everyone, I actually found it to be a useful experiment for me, and it can be something to experiment with if you want to give it a try. Here's why it works. The body will always use sugar or carbs as an energy source before fat because fat is like the storage vault of energy that it wants to save for a rainy day or a famine. It's like a bank account. Carbs are the checking account. They are the easy fuel that the body will draw from first. Protein is like the savings account. The body will draw from the protein as a fuel source after carbohydrates. And fat is like the retirement account. Money you put in a retirement account is income you're saving for, quote, later. Fat is the same way in the body. The body wants to save fat as a fuel source because it stores more energy. So in a way, it's more valuable to the body. It's like a last resort. The body is really good at keeping you alive, so it wants to save all the fat it can in case it needs to draw on that energy for, quote, someday. When you sleep through the night, the body is burning through your carb and protein fuel sources because you're not introducing any new fuel into the body at that time. After roughly 12 hours or so, the body has usually burned up the available carb and protein stores, so that's when it starts to go into the fat reserves. If you've stopped eating early the night before, then there's a longer window of time where there's no new fuel coming into the body overnight. This gives your body more time to draw from those fat stores. On the other hand, if you eat late, by the time you get up in the morning, the body may not have had enough time to get to fat burning mode. If you add in new fuel in the morning, then it never needs to turn to those fat stores as a source of fuel. When I first tried intermittent fasting, I decided to just do it on Sundays. Honestly, that was not a good plan because I usually had less going on to keep me busy on those days. So I was thinking about food all day long. Then I tried fasting just on Tuesdays and Thursdays. That was better because I was busy during the mornings. However, I'd wake up feeling deprived like, oh, today's a fasting day. I guess I don't get to eat breakfast today. And that was a real downer. Feeling that deprivation can accumulate over time and is frankly not helpful. When I decided to try fasting every day and just make it my new normal, that made everything so much easier. Sure, I still have breakfast on occasion, but it's more the exception than the rule. As with everything, experiment with what works for you. Tweak it along the way and listen to yourself. Your body has wisdom. Typical methods for intermittent fasting include either a 16-8 or an 18-6. That means 16 or 18 hours of fasting and a window of 8 or 6 hours of eating. 
When you break the fast, it's a good idea to take it slow. Eat normally or start with a small snack. Also, whatever you eat will hit your bloodstream faster because you don't have anything in your stomach already. Therefore, you want to avoid sugary or starchy foods as the first thing you eat because that will spike your blood sugar. Smoothies can seem like a great idea, but they often have lots of sugar, so they may be better at the end of the meal or as a snack. Remember, when you break the fast, you want to eat normally. You don't want to feel like, oh, I skipped a meal so I could eat extra. Just eat your normal lunch or your normal meal, normal size portion, and listen to your body. See how you feel. And try and eat your fibrous vegetables like a salad or some carrots or something first so that that hits your bloodstream first and slows down the digestion of anything you eat later, thus reducing your blood sugar spike, which will hopefully prevent the blood sugar crash later on, which would eventually make you more hungry.